0: you get to see in your life what areas of your life where you're leaking your energy. So a lot of us wake up in the morning and the first thing we do is we look on our phone. Let me go on Instagram. Who liked my most recent post? Who commented? How many story views did I get, right? And what that's saying is who is loving me right now? Who mm-hmm. is giving me validation right now? And so that's programmed within us from growing up good girl, good boy, right? Like you need to do something in order to then receive that like good job, you did it. Hi, I'm Alicia
1: Wood. I'm a former TV producer turned human behavior and well-being expert. Living well is a constant evolution, which is why I'm bringing you actionable tools that can help you thrive. Welcome to the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Welcome to the Fuel Your Fire podcast. I'm Alicia. I am so excited that you are here with me today and with Kelly. Kelly Pender is the badass babe. She is the host of the badass babe Oracle podcast. She really is incredible. I had the most amazing time chatting with her today. She's a spiritual mindset coach, hypnotherapist, EFT tapping practitioner, and she's helped hundreds of women to unleash their soul gifts. So she really works in like the manifestation mindset and being unapologetic about your soul purpose space. There is a lot of swearing in this episode. I mean, you can probably tell that from the title. (laughs) So enjoy the podcast. Kelly is amazing. Have fun. Hey Kelly, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the pod. Oh, I'm so excited about this conversation. I know we're just going to jam out and have the best time. We are here to chat about how to embody unfuckwithable. I said it. I was so. I was like, am I going to be able to say the word properly? Unfuckwithable, and it's like got that energy to it too. Unfuckwithable self worth. What does that even mean? What does that yeah.
0: mean to you? So. I could explain this in many ways, but let's see what comes through right now. It's being so solid in your own power, in your own energy, where you're no longer seeking validation from others. You're no longer seeking others to tell you you're good enough. You're worthy. You're deserving of whatever it is that you desire of your life. You're like, I know I'm fucking worthy. I know I'm enough. And my power, my worth no longer lies in the hands of others where it can't be fucked with.
1: Mm. I know it. I think that that's just like, I. even if you're just leaning into saying that and feeling that within your body, like, I know I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. I know it. It's It's empowering on its own. So when you, when you think about that, it's like, okay, we're no longer looking for external validation. We're no longer looking for other people to tell us that we're good enough. Mm -hmm. And so we're embodying it. How do we know we're embodying it or what, what does our energy kind of look like? Like, what is that? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So let me start by, let's take a few steps back. And I always like to explain, and this is like a really easy tool that your listeners can implement today. It's like, where are my energetic leaks, right? Like, where am I energetically leaking my power? Where am I energetically leaking my self-worth? And the way I like to explain it is if you were to think of yourself as this beautiful sacred vessel, a vase or whatever comes to mind's eye, you're just perfect in who you are. Right. And along the way, we doubted ourselves. Things happened in the past where someone dumped us in junior high and then we didn't feel good enough. And so, in our sacred vessel, we began to form these little cracks and these little holes of leaking our love for ourselves, our worth for ourselves. Right. And so, usually it lies or can lie in the hands of others. It can lie in the hands of our partners, of our friends, of our parents, of our coworkers, our bosses, but it can also lie in the hands of not like physical things, but like social media, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I always like to share this with my students and clients is you get to see in your life what areas of your life where you're leaking your energy. So a lot of us wake up in the morning and the first thing we do is we look on our phone. Let me go on Instagram. Who liked my most recent post? Who commented? How many story views did I get, right? And what that's saying is who is loving me right now? Who mm-hmm. is giving me validation right now? And so that's programmed within us from growing up You know, you hear from your parents and this is something I'm working on with my son because I'm like, oh, my God, it's so easy to say. But we hear from our parents like, good girl, good boy. Right. Like you need to do something in order to then receive that, like, good job. You did it. Mm
1: -hmm. So it
0: becomes programmed within us that we have to work or achieve something for our worth, for validation, for the love from others, right? And that's why now it's so, can be challenging for us to be like, wow, I can just be me and being me is fucking everything, Mm. is worthy, right? I am worthy just being me. This can be a whole new concept for many of us, for many of our listeners, and so what you can do right now is see, okay, in my areas of my life, let's think of relationships. Let's think of career, business, finances, my health, my social media, where am I leaking my energy? So again, it can be you go on social media, you look at engagement, story views, you pull up your bank account, you look at the number and your checkings and savings, and you're making that mean something about you right we tie these meanings to it you can look at i don't know the way that you receive compliments like you're looking for someone to tell you wow you did a good job at work today wow you look really beautiful you know with your new shirt or like that beautiful red lipstick you have on instead of instead of us just being like i already know i look beautiful i already know i did a good job i already know that i am enough right? So you get to clean up your energetic leak, see where you're leaking your power, your worth in the hands of others to energetically bring it back to you, fill up or seal up those cracks in your sacred vessel to come back into being whole and complete in you where your validation, your worth, your power no longer lies in the hands of others. Mm. I
1: I think that that's, an incredible way of putting it and so clear and then the thing that comes up for me and i'm assuming would come up for some of the listeners is but is that not cocky like is it not cocky to show up and be like i know i'm really good like where's that like i'm so into kesha's album gag order right now like there's a Mm. fine line like where's that fine line between being cocky and just like knowing and it's not i'm not cocky i just know that I'm worth
0: Mm -hmm. it. I know that I'm incredible. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I want to have a conversation about that right now, because if you were to feel that way, which we do, oh my God, I felt that way for so long. Like I'm conceited. I'm full of myself. Oh my God. I love myself. I have to hide that. No, I don't. And it's like, if you feel that you're, that this is cocky or you're conceited or full of yourself, who taught you that? Who told you that? Because where you learned that from, that came from a person who was, if if they either said that to you or you heard them say that to someone else, that's someone shutting down your light, dimming you down, keeping you small, because a lot of people, and this is what's beautiful. When you are your full, 100% authentic self, you either give others permission to do the same, which is our goal. We love that. Or in other people, it makes them uncomfortable. They don't like that. They react. And then they shut you down to keep themselves comfortable because they feel unsafe. Mm. Right? And it's like, where did I learn that this is quote unquote cocky? because that term right there is just shutting you down to keep you small. So I don't subscribe to that word. I don't subscribe to being conceited or fool of yourself. I mean, in cer- certain circumstances, yeah, you know, we can see that. But a lot of the times, if you see someone who's being really fool of themselves, they're really just insecure. And then yeah. you don't align with their energy anyways, and that's okay. So no, you're not conceited. No, you're not cocky. You're just fucking loving yourself and loving life. And you're, you're owning that and giving others permission to love life. And that's where it's like, let's create a new standard and let's create a new narrative where it's fucking safe to love life. It's safe to love yourself and it's safe to be you, all of you
1: so so clear so well said i think the other thing too is like there's this i feel like there's a little bit of a difference too between going out and telling everybody how how much how great you are and and yeah the, and the difference is being how great you are and just yes. knowing how great you are and not necessarily having to tell everybody how great you are and just being in that person and knowing no, I I am incredible. I'm incredible. I don't need to talk about it all the time. Even if you did talk about it all the time, I'm also not going to judge you. That's fine too. Right. But <laughs> but you can be incredible and just love yourself. And so then when we talk about like the energetic leaks mm-hmm. and that we can fill the leaks and
0: we can seal the leaks, how do we do that? Mm -hmm. Yes. So what I like to do, here's another tool you can do. This is something I invite my students to do on a piece of paper, just because we own journals and we love journaling. Mm -hmm. So on the piece of paper, on the left side, you can write down energetic leaks. And then on the right side, write down new energetic standards. So we'll use the social media one, for example, because for so many of us, that's that's a habit and we don't even realize. So an energetic leak would be the second I wake up or within, I don't know, 20 minutes of me waking up, I go on social media, I check my DMs, I check the links, I check the story views, I check this whoa, holy shit, I've been on social media for 25, 35 minutes now. That's a huge energetic leak to start my day, looking at who's liking, who's loving me or my work. I'm leaking some power there. I'm leaking some self-worth there. So that's an energetic leak, finding that. And then your new energetic standard would be, I want to break that habit. I want to clean up this energetic leak. So what would be a new energetic standard for me? I start my morning off by making a cup of coffee or matcha and stirring in a spell, like a self-love spell into it. I do a quick meditation. I pull an Oracle card. I journal. I play with my kids. I don't even go on my phone for the first hour of just being awake and alive. I tune into and plug into my own energy where I become solid in my own energy, feel really fucking good in me, then sure, if I feel like it, I can go on social media. But that would be a new energetic standard that you create for yourself, that you commit to, where then that then becomes a new habit, where that new habit then helps to clean up and seal up that energetic leak.
1: Oh, I love that. So you're identifying, starting off by going, where are my energetic leaks? We're identifying those energetic leaks. I love the idea of putting it into the journal. I have it written down in front of me right now. So energetic leak on the left side, you figure out what those are. You can make your list and then figure out what it is that you're replacing that. Because a lot of these, I'm sure, are habits, probably mental, emotional, And physical habits. Yes. But we're replacing them with a new habit that's better for us. That's going to end up sealing up that leak. Because when you move into this new version of you that's getting up, not on their phone right away, playing with their kids or journaling or pulling an Oracle card. Or I love the idea of like stirring your coffee and putting a spell into it, even doing affirmations. Mm Mm-hmm. You become that person, Mm -hmm. and then over time, that person that used to check their phone, you're looking back going, I never even considered doing that. That's not even a part of my life. It's not part of who I am anymore. And this is where things just start to get easier in that
0: kind of self-love area, because also you're putting yourself first. Hmm. Yes. Which is another thing that we're deconditioning because we were taught, oh my God, no, you have to show up for your partner, for your kids, for your job, for your business first. Once you cross off all your tasks and to-do lists, then maybe you can take a breath. <laughs> then yeah. maybe you can nourish your mind, body, and soul. Right? So that's that's another thing that we're deconditioning, putting ourselves first. And I hear this all the time from my clients and students. It's like, well, Kelly, don't you think that putting myself first is selfish? Mm. And it's like, again, who did you learn that from? Where did that come from? Because that's just another programming from society that's passed down. And you get to look at these phrases that you hear in your life. And it's like, do I even believe that? Do I even subscribe to that? Or is that just what I was taught? Is that just what I was, you know, like what I learned growing up and do I want to continue to believe that to be true for myself or do I kind of want to shake things up? See, hmm, maybe I was kind of just like going along the path of societal programming of how you're supposed to live your life. And maybe I can see I was living life for other people and I don't want to do that anymore. I desire to live life for me in a way where my soul feels really fulfilled and nourished and whole and complete. I don't believe that to be true, Mm. that putting yourself first is selfish. So I get to create a new belief for myself.
1: Yeah. I feel like that also brings me into like talking about alignment Mm. and with your soul Cause I think that we, like, as you said, we're conditioned, we're heavily conditioned, even just the, I think the biggest conditioning is this idea of like, you buy a house, you get married, you have kids, like that whole way of doing things is so conditioned. Yeah. And so to pull back and go, do I want those things? Like, do I want those things in that order? Do Mm -hmm. I want a mixture of them? Do I want any of them? Like all of that. I think can be very challenging for people to become aware of in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Once you've been kind of doing this work for a while, you can start to become a lot more self-aware, but how how can you tell whether or not you're in or out of alignment with your soul? Mm -hmm. I love that
0: question. And so when you're out of alignment, out of alignment usually means I can say this in a few different ways, but out of alignment usually means that you're living life for other people And you're making fear-based choices or choices or decisions that are keeping you in your comfort zone or what you know to be true as safe, right? So a lot of the times when we are coming back home to our soul and on the journey of coming back home to ourselves when we're living out of alignment, it can feel really heavy. It can feel dense. It can feel confusing. It can feel like there's a lot of pressure, a lot of force, a lot of scarcity, a lot of lack. And now what I want to say is that when you come into alignment, it feels light. It feels free. It feels easeful, right? There's a certainty, there's an all knowingness. However, when we are breaking free, from the way we're used to living and being, which for a lot of us is out of alignment. And then when we enter into coming into alignment with ourselves, this is where it gets confusing. And this is where a lot of us get hung up because it can feel like, what? This feels foreign to me, Mm. right? And it's going to feel foreign to you because it's completely different than the way that you were used to or conditioned to living and being. That's why it feels foreign. And then when it feels foreign, we're like, oh no, this feels weird. This feels off. It feels foreign. So it must be wrong. Let me go back to what I know, where I know I'm safe in my comfort zone. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so my advice or guidance is when you're shifting out of feeling out of alignment and coming into alignment with your soul, with your purpose, with the essence of you, if it feels a little weird, that's okay. Embrace the weirdness and embrace the feeling of being uncomfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable because you're breaking free from an old paradigm, from an old way of being and entering into a new way of being, a new paradigm that's in total and complete alignment with you. Where once you feel the weirdness, feel the uncomfortableness, do the inner work, the processing, the feeling, right? So that you can heal, then you will enter in a, into alignment where it feels really light. You feel free. You don't feel like trapped. You don't feel stuck in a box anymore. You don't feel like you're just like moving along life, right? Yeah. With others. It just feels really. Like you can take a deep breath and just be. Yeah. You're not proving yourself to anyone anymore.
1: I think of it, um, and I know this analogy has been used a lot, but think of it as like the hamster wheel, but um, you, it's like you're on the hamster wheel and then you step off the hamster wheel and the hamster wheel is still going and you're seeing everybody else is still on that wheel. And mm-hmm. now you're in this like lighter place going like, that's still going, but you're in this lighter place and you're like, I don't, this is awkward. This is uncomfortable because of what you said, like all that past programming, all Mm -hmm. of that past way of being, you are not in the habit of things being light. (laughs) You're in the habit of things being heavy, hard, stressful, like fighting against them. So moving off of the hamster wheel, it's like when you go on vacation and you're like i'm just i'm gonna i'm not gonna bring my cell phone Yeah, like i'm not even gonna bring a book i'm just gonna go and lay by the beach and i'm just gonna be and within like 10 minutes you're bored you're like i need yeah. my book i need my phone i need something because it's not your regular way of being it's it's mm-hmm. not you're not in the habit of it so you've stepped out of it and so it's gonna be uncomfortable. But I think what you're saying and what I believe to be true is like, stick with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stick with it over time. It is gonna become your new normal and it's gonna feel a lot easier, especially because like the lightness and now you're comfortable with the lightness.
0: Yes, yes. And also like for those who are on this journey and, and coming into alignment and really just uncovering who the fuck you are and who you came here to be, you're going to have moments where you're going to be like, oh, I feel myself going into that pressure. I feel myself going back into that ebb like, oh, my God, I was just in a flow state of feeling so light, easeful, abundant, free, joyful, like trusting in everything. And now I'm doubting. Now I'm scared. Now I'm back in lack. Right. And what I want to share with you is that I hear all the time when that happens, my students are like, Kelly, huh? I'm doing something wrong. I feel like shit right now. I'm doubting myself you're not doing anything wrong. It's a part of the process. And so we're meant to feel our effing feelings. You're meant to feel those low points. You're meant to feel what's coming your way because we are so conditioned. There's going to be more stories, more beliefs, more habits, patterns that are coming up so that you can acknowledge them, let them be seen and witnessed. They're revealing them themselves to you because the next level, the next version of you no longer carries those stories, those thoughts, those beliefs. So if you're not honoring that ebb, that lowness, or whatever feeling frequency of life, how can you move forward if you're just going back into resistance? Hmm.
1: I just want to like sit there for a second with it because it's like, yes, we are supposed to feel our feelings. And the amount of times I think often this can happen a lot in the coaching world is like, you need to feel the way that you'll feel when you have your goal, which is yes. And it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling now to process it, to Mm -hmm. heal it and to move forward. And man, is it easier when you allow yourself to feel it, Mm -hmm. process it, heal it and move forward. And then it's like, oh, instead of feeling the guilt, like how many times have you in this journey, especially in the beginning, felt like that guilt of, oh, my gosh, I'm not supposed to be feeling angry right now. I'm not supposed yes. to feel sad. I'm not supposed to feel.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to go into this for a second. Um, I'm so happy you brought this up. I did an entire podcast episode on this called You Don't Need a Positive Mindset. I think that that is such bullshit. And again, like in this manifestation, self-development world, that's what we were taught. And so as we are like ascending and awakening and bettering ourselves and healing ourselves, the second we have a low thought, a shitty feeling, we're like, oh no, I'm not supposed to feel angry. I'm not supposed to feel sad because that identity of the goal version of me, she doesn't feel that way. And it's like, well, who taught you that? because you can still identify and be the version of you who is in complete energetic match to your manifestation. But guess what? Like that version of you can also be sad and have feelings and be angry. And that's not going to take you out of being an energetic match to your manifestation. Mm. Right. And so the more you resist your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, The more that you're going to just sweep them under the rug and they're only going to come back heavier and heavier and stronger and stronger because they want you to feel them, to see them, to hear them, to witness them, to release so that you can move forward. So that phrase of you need a positive mindset is such bullshit. So permission slip here to know you don't need a positive mindset. You get to feel your effing feelings.
1: Yes. I love that. And I think that this is, as I've gone through my journey, I like there's iterations of me who definitely was in that place where like, okay, oh, positive mindset. Like I've gone through it too. And mm-hmm. you can, if you go back on the podcast, I'm sure you'll find an episode about that. Like yep. <laughs> if you go yes. back far enough, our, our, this is always what I love to say too, is like, if your past content doesn't make you cringe, then have you even grown? Like <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. Permission to change your beliefs and yes. um, ways of being as you're navigating through this world. One one thing, one question you keep asking that I wrote down in like huge letters is who taught you that? Mm-hmm. What a beautiful question to ask ourselves is like, who taught me that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, I mean, our intuition can also often pop up the answer. And then we might even be able to do some healing work around that as well Mm -hmm. and just like honor that and be like oh interesting like just to notice it witness it yeah we can feel
0: it exactly yeah and one thing when you said that what came through is that question is a total internal reflection question of awareness it's not to place blame on anyone, which we can do so easily. Like, oh my God, my mom, she taught me that. Like, fuck you, mom. That's the whole reason. You know what I mean? Like we could easily place blame. And so one thing is when you are in this self-awareness journey and you're like, where did that even come from? Who taught me that, right? It's just a reflection question for you so that you can see Do I want to continue or do I want to create my own belief? And and something I want to share, going back to being in alignment, most of the world is asleep, is asleep to their soul, is asleep to their gifts, is asleep to their essence, because we're programmed to be, you know, along the path of society. And so there's a very small percentage of people who are awakened or awakening and so as you're on your path and journey of coming to alignment and coming back home to you, I invite you to be very discerning on who you are taking advice from, on who you are taking guidance from, because going back to that question, like who freaking taught me that? Because most of the times what we have learned or have been taught are from people who are asleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so it's like, I'm awakening right now. So I get to create a new definition around how I desire to live, a new definition around prioritizing yourself.
1: The interesting thing too, is like when we were taught a lot of these things, it's not even like it was a lesson being taught to us or even a specific thing being said to us. Like, when you do this, then this that we learned from, say, our mom, mm-hmm. it's just like we saw a reaction or mm-hmm. we got that praise only at certain points. And so it's, we were taught that through actions of people who were asleep. So it's, I, I think that that's a, an interesting way of also doing it. It's like your mom didn't purposely do any of this right. stuff. <laughs> right. But she, uh, might be asleep, like I don't know, I don't know your (laughs) mom specifically, but she might be asleep, and that's okay, this isn't about us having to heal help that person, it's about all about our own journey, and Mm -hmm. what a gift that whatever we learned, we are now able to be aware of,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and then work through and shift and change however we choose to, because we are going through this awakening
0: yes yes and it's all about as you're awakening not only forgiving others and also forgiving yourself Mm. yeah
1: i think that that comes again right back to Mm self-worth yeah i forgive myself because i'm worthy of being forgiven I'm I am human, <laughs> having this human experience. Of mm-hmm. course, I forgive myself. I forgive others. Yes, there was something I wanted to ask you about energetic codes. Mm-hmm. What are energetic codes? Is that different than energy leaks?
0: No, it's. I mean, <laughs> yes and no. So I like to use the word codes, and if this is new for your listeners, and I'd like, what? I like to use the word codes as just like laws of the universe, right? Like ways of being that you are encoding in your energy, in your frequency to integrate and embody. So I'm just using the word quote unquote codes because that resonates with me. It may land for you as like an affirmation. Mm.
1: Can you give it to me as an example that somebody might, like in somebody's daily life?
0: Yes, 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 yes. I love that this came through. I actually just shared this on an Instagram reel recently. So most of us, when you're looking outside of yourself, we forget that we're the leading energy. We forget that we are in co-creation with the universe, with creation, and we forget how fucking powerful we are. Right, And so when you are looking outside of yourself, it's so easy for us to be like, "Oh, nothing's working. I've been waiting for my manifestation for so long, and it's not here yet. Nothing works out for me. It didn't work out in the past, so why would it happen now? right? All of those, of course, are belief stories, thoughts. However, a really nice code for you to integrate and embody into your energy, into your frequency now, or you can think of this as an affirmation is everything is always working out for me. Mm. Right. And this is something that I invite you to feel into this because that could feel really truthful for you right now, or it could feel kind of like, yeah, right, Kelly, easy for you to say. Right. So whatever's coming your way, let it come your way. But that's a code. This is also one of the laws of the universe where it's like, When I come into and really integrate and embody that code of everything is always working out for me, when you feel that, you begin to teach and train your reticular activating system to see that because your neural pathways are now on the pathway of, of course, everything's always working out for me. Of course, everything I desire comes my way. It's so easy for me. That's my new normal. You are creating new neural pathways. Your reticular activating system shows you that. And then you begin to see in your life, whoa, that was easy. Huh. I wonder how that came to me so easily. And I didn't even have to try because you embodied that code of everything is working out for me where Mm. we're so used to being like life is a struggle, In order for me to receive that, I have to work really effing hard. This is so hard. This is a challenge. When you think those thoughts on repeat, they become beliefs. You become hypnotized by those thought forms. Your neural pathways are on the path of struggle, lack, scarcity, doubt, pressure, force. And then your reticular activating system literally shows you in your life more struggle, more doubt, more lack, more pressure. How can I clean that up, right? Which could be an energy leak, but it's more of an encoding within you. I can come into that integration and embodying embodiment of the code. Everything is always working out for me. Mm, I
1: love that. I think another way that I see it too is like when you're looking out. So let's say you have that code of everything is hard, stressful, blah, blah, blah. Our reticular activating system starts looking for everything that's hard, stressful, et cetera. But Mm -hmm. beyond that, that's the lens that we can see. Beyond that lens, there's all this good stuff that's going on that we actually can't see that's there. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that new code of everything is always working out for me, then that new code starts to see all the things that were always there but mm-hmm. we just couldn't see because we didn't have those glasses on.
0: Yes, exactly. And here's, I love, you said that so beautifully. And here's a really quick example. You're rushing to leave the house. You cannot find your effing keys. Where are my keys? Oh, I always lose my keys. Of course I lost my keys. I'm so stupid. Oh. You're saying these things to yourself. You're looking for your keys for an extra like 10, 15 minutes. They were always right there, right in front of you right? Maybe they just moved to the left or the right, but they were right effing there, but you were too busy telling yourself that you're stupid, that you always lose your keys, that you're always late for work, that you're always running behind, that your reticular activating system was showing you, I can't find the freaking keys yeah. when they were always right freaking in front of you.
1: It's such a powerful, I think this was one of the first shifts in my, I think the one thing I also want to say in this moment is all none of this is linear. We're not all moving through this in a linear fashion where like, which I think is such a gift. (laughs) It's such a gift that we can kind of pull what we need at certain times. So there might be certain points in this podcast where you're like, that really resonates with me. I'm going to take that. I'm going to integrate that. I'm going to embody that Mm -hmm. uh, and pull it into your life. But this was one of those things where I learned in my nonlinear journey was one of the first things I was focusing on. And I can say that it made a massive, massive shift in my life because now I'm in the habit of looking for the good, even when things other people could look and go, life is really hard right now for you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's all a gift. I'm gaining a ton from this right now. And so that shift, it's, I mean, it just makes everything so much easier. so So much
0: easier because it's so easy to be like, oh my God, this fucking sucks. And to just harp on it. It's so easy to do that. Right. And we're humans and and we do that because we want to feel our feelings. You can feel it, but the difference is just like living there. We don't want to live in that heaviness. We don't want to live in the struggle. We don't want to live in the lack.
1: Yeah. You can feel it but not live there forever. I think that that's such a, we can feel it, notice it, witness it, and know that it's going to pass. I think that that's also the other things, like emotions pass.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. So knowing that they'll pass. Mm-hmm. Is everything. And one thing I want to share with your listeners is that on this journey, just keep in mind, feel your feelings, all of them. Awareness is everything, Right. So like awareness is the key to your expansion. You can become aware of your thoughts. You can become aware of your feelings. You can become aware of your emotions, your beliefs. You can become aware of where you're energetically leaking your power and self-worth. That is everything, right? So as you're on this journey that we know is not linear, it has its ups and downs, its ebbs and flows It can go freaking round and round and round and round. When you are aware, that is like your superpower. So you don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to think you're doing something wrong. You don't have to blame or shame yourself. Just take a moment to celebrate yourself and be like, huh, I'm having a low or a shitty thought or whatever you want to call it. But I'm aware where before in the past, I would have a low thought that was saying I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worthy enough. I would make it mean something about me, make a story about it. And then I would live there, right? Awareness is your key to move forward. So let's celebrate that.
1: That's incredible. And I think that that's a perfect place for us to wrap that up. It's like awareness is always coming back to. Awareness. Thank yes. you so much, Kelly. This has been an incredible conversation. Yeah. I knew it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun with you. So thank you for sharing all of your wisdom uh, with all of us. If you're interested in hanging out with Kelly more, she's got the Badass Babe Oracle podcast, which I'm going to link up in the show notes. Um, where can they find you on Instagram?
0: Yes. Oh, come hang out with me on Instagram. I am the underscore badass babe just let's connect on there. Cause that's mainly where I share my energy. Beautiful. I appreciate you so much. Yes. Thank you for taking the time and uh, energy to be here with all of us today. Yeah. Have an awesome day. Oh my gosh. You too, Alicia. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun.